<laughs> hello, hello, hello. So excited for this guest who is making her second appearance, but to you it's gonna be the first one because we did some Miami coverage that will be coming out all together in one big Christmas gift drop for you at some point this month. Um, but would you like to introduce I sure yourself? Would. My name is Alexandra Marie August. Alex is fine for most people. Um, including Kalechi, so that's that's what I'll be on the show. Um, I have been a Bravo trash panda for a long time. Uh, my friend Ronnie Karam, um, whose name I'm not trying to drop, but he, uh, I wrote for him, I think for Orange County back in like the aughts on a site, that, a recap site that he ran on t- called TVgasm and then continued to write about various Bravo stuff like the first season of Southern Charm and Vanderpump Rules and Beverly Hills um, on Trash Talk TV and uh, have not stopped uh, his podcast. I have mentioned before that uh, Crappens is like one of my favorite Oh, okay. I, I was just like, I don't need to be promoting my other friend's show on the show, but like... No, no, we can promote. Yeah, so like I, I have been. I feel like I've, I've been a Bravo audio fan person, um, or a Bravo fan person for just an embarrassing amount of time, uh, which means that I can talk, uh, can talk about this stuff in a professional audio capacity. And then I've also produced a lot of audio on my own uh, for partners like Audible and myself. So, <laughs> come on, come on, professional Trash audio capacity. Panda. Trapacity. <laughs> Trapacity. Um, I love Trash Panda. I just got an image of a panda like dumpster diving for food. Um, which honestly in this economy, would the panda really be wrong? So let's get into it. Let's get right into it. So um yeah, today I dropped my holiday catch post holiday catch up of episodes uh fine, let me count. Counting is not my forty. Okay, four and five. And that was the Vegas trip. That was the elevator. That was, oh, hello, <laughs> Do you want to apologize? <laughs> <laughs> and I think that it's amazing. I'm loving it. I'm loving this season. There is nothing I like more than watching two women carrying it out with each other. And watching them both try to insinuate that the other one is unwell is so, it's just so absolutely morally oh bankrupt God. and so it's engaging. still funny because like i love sutton i i genuinely like there is an authenticity to sutton what the way i love sutton is kind of the same way i love shannon Medora. like you can kind of point to shannon Medora and be like ma'am you are responsible for a lot of the drama in your own life to be fair um shannon be- yeah i will and like i feel like both sutton and shannon also have the ability to be like we know we're a little bit crazy like we get it, we understand, and but like Sutton is so easily flustered, and so she kind of doesn't really do herself any favors because she gets upset when people try to make her upset. Like she's like me, she can't play it cool. That's why I just avoid all confrontation. I like Erica. Erica Jane terrifies <laughs> me. Like I'm, I'm really. I see. My whole thing is that I don't find Erica terrifying at all. Like they're so. I just felt like the ladies project all of this energy onto her. When really, she's only blown up, you know, her blowups were only really post, well, there was like a once a year thing, you know, like, don't you talk about my son, you have no idea what we go through, no idea. Eileen Davidson, a literal soap opera villain, was just shaking in her boots, I was impressed by that. 
Yeah, no, and that's what I think. I think, like, as an actor, I would just watch and be like, oh my god. That's fair. This is such interesting work I, okay, you're doing. I will... When she's like, I'm so sorry if I hurt any of you. I've been vicious and I've been cruel. She is, I will say, I'm, I'm afraid of Erica's bad side. Like, I was really on both sides of, like, I think Erica absolutely could have known about the Tom stuff. I also think she, I perfectly believe the situation in which she didn't. And I'm believing what mm-hmm. our courts have said, which is that they're, you know, that she is not so much in the line of fire. I don't know that I am receiving this like underdog victory story very well. I don't know if you want to do linear stuff to wait till we get to where she talks to her new ish publicist. Erica, I, I said on my solo recaps was bringing out the big gun. She's bringing out her mom. It's like a major humanizing PR effort. And literally every podcast I listened to said the same thing. They were just, it's just so cynical at this point. It looks very like, okay, I pl- I strategized. I'm going to apologize at the top. I'm going to bring my mom. I'm going to show my modest house with a pool. Yeah. And I don't know that there's any other option. Like I will say when I step back from it, that right. like she, ha- and I, when I say played this, I just, I, that's just the word that I have. I don't think that she has choreographed this. I think I, I, I choose to believe at this point that she has been through a horrendous, horrendous amount of trauma in her life upending in a really horrible way that not only did she have to deal with but she also had to defend herself in in, you know in a situation which no one is ever prepared for I don't think so it's not like Mm -hmm. she could be good at it Mm -hmm. or could be expected to be I just kind of I think it's this sort of like that felt very genuine the last couple of seasons where she was kind of really shaky and I admired the I remember when she first, when this first all happened and she immediately was like very clear she was coming back on the show. I was like, that's kind of your only move. If you want to, if you want to make money, which is how she's doing it, you have to go on the show. And that, but that at the same time, like I remember watching Scandival and being like, Ariana, just get the, get off the show. Do not go through this on reality TV. And Erica, I was like, could have been fully forgiven and probably a little bit more protected legally. I would imagine there had to have been an attorney who was like, don't go back on this show. And she did. And mm-hmm. I think that that seemed clear to me that that was a survivalist choice that involved some risk. And I I have a lot of respect for her putting herself in the line of fire. This, But at the same time, I'm like, you still did not lose your girlfriend in a gas accident, in a gas pipe leak, and then have your attorney steal your money. Like, and so I'm not, I'm not like... Wait, who lost their girlfriend? One of the, in a one gas of the victims. Leak. Like, there was a gas leak in one of Tom's victims. Oh, like, it yes. Okay, and yes, I know yes, she's. Yes. I uh, that documentary at this point, I think I watched during COVID. <laughs> that was just the one that he was like one of the main interviews, and I was. It just was. It just really put into. I I remember the the guy with the plane. The guy in the yeah, plane crash. Yeah. Was he? There were well, there, there yeah. were the Lion airplane crash. There were a lot of victims. So that was that guy, and then there was like in Pennsylvania or something. So I'm I'm mis- I'm I'm totally paraphrasing. So correct me, but someplace uh, there was a gas there was a gas main leak, and so ta- and it or an, ex- an explosion that resulted in this particular man uh, like lo- like just losing tremendous amount of mobility, suffering incredible burns, and his girlfriend perished. Mm. And Tom was like, "I will represent you." Was like at his mm-hmm. bedside, and just you know, just a really horrible story about. Him. Mm. Yes. Okay. Yes, that's coming and back so, to me. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, I totally get what you're saying. I think that I'm not ready <clears throat> to see her victory lap and her I... like. I'm so sorry. It's all better now, and I'm winning again. I'm like, yeah. we're never not really winning. Okay, comparatively. Yeah, people said that about her tagline, like, the best thing about losing it all is 
getting it all back. And yeah, I think the humility portion is what everyone was wanting from her. Just the, what is the word we would use? Tact, you know, tact. This isn't my fault, but it's a really, really bad thing that I'm closely connected to. So I'm just going to kind of play my position and give platitudes. Now, sorry. Oh, post-holiday. I don't know the things I ate over Thanksgiving. But I just think that because the women are them, you know, because they're a bunch of people who can't get through a whole LA Times article because it's too long. I think that the trouble was for me Watching people say things like, just say you're sorry. Just say you're sorry to the victims. Give them the earrings back. I was like, you guys have way too many teams and legal people on your side and managers than to say this dumb shit. Like you, it's a court proceeding. Like the earrings are not, you don't just, she's not going to just go fly to Pennsylvania and knock on the door and give someone earrings. It kind of, or like what, go like, (laughs) I just got an image of like her like melting the gold Or saying like, I'll take all my money. You can have whatever I have. Sending pieces. That doesn't. Yeah. She's not like Bill Gates. You know, if she gives away $400 million or something, well, she doesn't have it. There's nothing left, you know? So they were just expecting a kind of magnanimity. I don't know. Like you know what I'm trying to say. Magnanimous actions that didn't really correlate with her status in life and things that they kept wanting her to say things that would implicate her you can't always go saying i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry to people that are suing you because they implicate yourself you just literally can't say that that was also something that i remember being very impressed by her with was that she i think it was pretty clear at a certain point that like she could have given more context. It would have made her life easier, but she couldn't. And I was very impressed with how intelligent she was and just listening to her attorneys because God knows there have been so many people in reality television who clearly didn't do that. And like oh Jen Shaw. Yeah. Like, so there's, I, I didn't do anything oh to those God. people. Oh my yeah. God. How could you say? Yeah. <laughs> haters. Yeah. That was, that was a lot. And it was just bold face lies. And then, you can use that, you know, my sister told me like, she was just shocked, you know, they don't watch this trash. So they were, both of my sisters are lawyers and intermittently I'll be like, well, this legal thing happened. And they're like, what the fuck? This person is on TV saying these things. I just can't believe it. It's, it's just a type of psychosis to them. And I'm like, oh, it's Bravo. It's their famous. And that this is their stage to them. So yeah, yeah I think, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Just, um, well, you're like bringing more of Erica apology. I kept like find myself defending Erica on my solo recaps, and then being like, "Am I defending Erica? Is this yeah, what I like, want to do?" But yeah, I've said like, but like this elevator shit and her vendetta against Sutton really bothers me because I don't think Sutton was out of fucking line at all. I think Sutton was protected. Oh no, no, what? not not like not today. I know when she went. No, you wouldn't think she was out of line for leaving the show. Oh, no, 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 not today. I mean, when Sutton was talking, not that, not the magic mic stuff. No, not at all. Um, I, I'm not talking so much about the elevator. I don't, I think the reason Erica put her in that position, whether I don't think it was planned, but I think she saw her and was like, oh, we're going to make you uncomfortable was because Sutton made her uncomfortable throughout all of this by pointing. And I, and that's something that like, that's the thing where I'm going to be like, you. And on the, on the bus, Erica said, do you feel. What? Why do you? Why are you upset? Do you feel corded? 
and Sutton didn't even register that that was a throwback or a callback. Like, I I don't think Sutton, when she was, like, on, on Erica about this stuff, was doing it because she was, like, excited about it. I think she was just kind of like, I would really like to know, and I'd like to know from you, what I have to worry about by associating with you. Because Sutton is a different kind of money than a lot of these women. And she, she is a different and I think kind she of knows money. the danger of, of being you know. associated with someone like Tom and she has people to think of. like, I'm not defending, like, it's not a poor Sutton thing. Well, we found out today her ex-husband is Darth Vader. So yeah, she's a different type of money. Um, <laughs> that was to me like, Erica, if you're going to go on this show, then those are the questions. It's true. I mean, but yeah, they were still presented theatrically for TV. Yeah. You know, if she really would want to know. Like, behind the scenes is where you would ask. I mean, you would just have your legal team, honestly, either talk to Erica or talk to Erica's legal team. That's, I think that, and that probably, I just, I guess what I'm saying is I assume Sun kind of already knew what was safe and that it was safe enough to associate with her. And I feel like asking whether it was safe enough to, to you know, be around you is performative. Yeah. It is showing I'm creating this distance between you so everyone can see that I don't approve of this behavior. And so she's kind of doing that same thing. She is doing what Erica accused her of, like, Miss Small Town, and I don't give it a day, but I give it a day. Like, that too, is that, like, Erica, I think Erica, like, knew Sutton's growing up. I think that there is definitely a little bit of oh, class yeah. tension there, and she kind of likes doing it. A hundred percent. I also think that, like, I think Erica would do that to anybody who had cornered her too. Like Erica doesn't like she, and that's where I think Erica can get a little bit unreasonable. Like, uh, I don't like, I don't think the magic Mike dancers gave a shit that Sutton left their show in a half and to like point it out to them. I don't, I mean, I feel like I would care. I remember when I'm in a show, I heavily judge audiences who are rude and like, it's not like I take it personally like I cry at night, but I'm just like, you're an asshole. You know, you go backstage and you're like, do you see that jerk that's asleep in the front row? You know? <laughs> see that like congresswoman that, who's giving her boyfriend a hand job? Do you see that? Do you see that family, uh, family values congresswoman <laughs> who's jerking off her boyfriend at a children's <laughs> show? Yeah. I it was a children's that show. kind of thing. Was it shocked? I mean, it's like a mostly. No, no, it was like, Shre- it was like a regional Shrek. I thought. <laughs> shocked is not. Was it in New York? Shocked is. It was on the Macy's Day Parade, blurring um, over Broadway. Sorry, I just real quick. No, you have to. Oh, know. it was Beetlejuice. Yes. Okay, so Beetlejuice is not per se a children's show, but there's lots of kids there. It's like a magical special effects show you weren't like at a like Chekhov play you know what I mean I'm not giving a hand job yeah, in no, Broadway theaters you're just not doing it maybe that maybe like the Regal in Times Square but not yeah. a Broadway theater anyway. um so <laughs> so yeah Erica um she has a new manager that did does PR she fired Jack who I think it's weird if he really did leak to the press and he's that messy of a person why well, are you still friends with him? It's not. And I'm kind of like, are you still him. friends with him after you basically like you basically if she, if there had been any kind of non disparagement clause and whatever separation agreement they have, I think she would have violated it by what she said by what she implied and what this show implied. So I don't know that Jack is still friends with her. Is well, I mean, and I'm mm. I'm 
I'm yeah, maybe she just now, but I was kind of a little like, are you still friends? Like, because you were pretty clear about his professional, uh, you made some pretty important professional implications that anybody working in PR or management would not like. Right? Yeah, I don't know. So maybe that was her way of handling that factoid with a little bit of vague grace mixed with shade. I don't know. But what I liked about this scene was her manager is just completely acting like she's never met her before. <laughs> that was that was my note so let's discuss so you were on broadway everything went to shit your whole life was ruined your son got in a snowmobile accident in Santa Monica <laughs> on the beach and then um on the mountain she the asked Santa her Monica so, beach mountain on the mountains on the mountains of Santa Monica <laughs> beach and she said i'm assuming you want to perform again Bitch, what do you, what did y'all talk about when you, when, when you did, signed her? What, she is. What? She's physically on a show as we speak. She's physically performing right, right now. now. <laughs> yeah, she's performing right now. So, yes, I do. I'm a great showman. I want to perform. That's what I want to do. Okay, well, let me see if I can make some calls. I don't know if I can make some calls. I'm just going to pick up my phone and see if my hand works to make these calls. But let's move on to the... Well, Dorit accuses Seton of alcoholism, which with Kyle and Crystal and in that case, yeah, yeah, I really, I also had strong feelings about. Then Sutton ordered uh, kettle one on the rocks. That's her drink. I think that's psychotic. I'm just it's gonna be honest. Like I, that tastes like rub, that's like drinking rubbing alcohol. Vodka. We talked about this yeah. on the Miami. Like drinking vodka neat is weird. I'm sorry, we're not in Russia. We're not in, you know, where's the place where they do a lot of juniper berries? We're not in like Norway or Sweden or something. Like there's just, it's just weird. I, yeah, I, I've never under, vodka martini people kind of, but still I'm like, that's just two and a half ounces of cold vodka unless you're. But isn't that vermouth in there too? Yeah. But like most people, I I don't know. And an olive. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, that's even that I'm just kind of like, but for, yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. I'm like, vodka is. Vodka's mission, like this is when somebody's like it's been filtered this many times, is to be flavorless. Like that's that's the point. Yeah, of it. it's meant to be mixed with other things. So it does beg the question, are you just trying to have your mood altered and would you like to just inject something in your veins instead? Because and that's where I feel like, you know, we just need to look at what we're using the drugs for and make sure we're using the safest one. Because if you just want to get high to feel differently. I don't, alcohol is not a great thing to rely on because eventually your, your liver will die. 10 months sober. Oh my gosh, today. Oh my God, congratulations. Thank you. For, the, for those listening, I am similar to a Kyle. It just wasn't working out for me anymore. Don't identify as an alcoholic, but I I mean, stopped. for whom does it work out? For whom does it work out for? When Kyle said, I feel depressed the next day, I felt that in my soul. Back to this whole bitch fest. Dorit, again, Dorit doesn't need to be saying anything about anyone's mental capacity no. because you took $10,000 in cash into Burlington Coat Factory. So. <laughs> and you also freely of your own volition married PK, which when they go to the matchmaker sequence and Sutton's like, well, maybe I just got to lower my standards. Sutton, look, Sutton said pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Sutton is letting, look, Sutton let the chopper spray. Pew, 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 pew. Like, I was like, wow we're really gonna sit here and talk about i mean we're gonna say the quiet part out loud (laughs) wow but let's jump right into um 
Yeah, but Garcelle and Sutton, you know, they have drinks together. Sutton's excited. Jerry O'Connell was there. So was I. He's like a huge Bravo head. He's he's brilliant. His, he his Bravo knowledge is brilliant. I, I just brilliant. Am like him and Ryan Bailey, straight men, come live Bravo. It's yes, I love it. I love the straight male perspective. Um, so <laughs> I do have to talk about this of uh, the interlude where they showed Sutton clocking Kyle's ring. I love sapphires and I don't miss much. I, it's kind of scary. What? What kind of? <laughs> There's a I'm like but also, back on Twitter because I need I'm lonely, uh, and I was there's like something going around being like if you were gonna die, what TV detective would you want on your case? And honestly, like I think I would want Sunstrack. 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 Pet detective. Nine them. Nine them. Garcelle says the only time she noticed jewelry is after the robbery when Dorit had hers. <laughs> more, more of this, Garcelle. More of this. Okay, so I'm curious about your perspective on this because I... I've clearly stated my just like I it's not that I'm not buying it but something about it just doesn't feel authentic but like what is your point of view on Kyle uh on the on Kyle's friendship with Morgan and its manifestation here I'm so torn I I look at their friendship and I try to remember if she and Teddy acted that way because you know she did remind Kyle did remind us on watch what happens live that People used to say that she and Teddy had like a sapphic connection. Um, I definitely think that, let me say this. The editors are definitely playing games because when she said, how are you friends with, how'd you meet Morgan? I stalked her. And then I just saw her concert and I was like, wow. And then they showed this picture of Morgan with her hair down and her tattooing playing the guitar and I was turned on and I'm like extremely straight. So <laughs> I feel like they really put this androgynous hot picture up to be like, like, can you see it? Can you? And I was, and it's like, this is what Kyle wanted. But I mean, I think that this funny that the editor, you know, the editors in these shows, they, they go in and it's hilarious. Um, the tattoo is literally the size of like a red blood cell. The fact that these are the tattoos that she's trying to stir up controversy with, and they are smaller than the eye of a needle. It's that part is funny to me because it all points to this sort of the contrived nature of this little rebellion. I believe Kyle, I suppose, when she says this is all real, when she says we wouldn't do this to our children, but I just don't buy that it is that intense. I don't buy they didn't do this a little bit for the show because it just seems too... No, she's definitely flirting with this woman. She's flirting with her and shooting her flirty glances and being provocative. And so it's much in the same vein as she is like taunting Mauricio with the tattoos. And, um, you know, a lot of people commented on how like she was kind of acting like a teenager at her daughter's birthday party with um, her mother-in-law. And, you know, guess what? (sighs) I have a tattoo. You, you don't care? You don't care? You don't care. Okay, you don't care. Um, well, it's on my anus. Turn it out. Oh, no. ow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
Do you care now? Do you care now? Okay. Well, I um I put six 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 on the back six 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 on the back of my eyeball. What do you think about that? What do you think about that? Like, and her mom's like, I'm okay. I don't care. You didn't get my son's name. What, what about you? Didn't get you didn't get any well, name of my son. Also, I, I I this is not me saying it's okay for Mauricio to be like, don't get any more tattoos. But I don't think Mauricio is a tremendously misogynistic dude. I think Mauricio and Kyle are, I think Mauricio is Jewish and has been very open about that. And there's like, culturally, there are problems with that. I am not defending at all Mauricio being like, you shouldn't do this. I will, I don't know. It just feels contrived. No, no, no. People have pointed out that the, that the, maybe this, the scandal would be religious. And I think that that might make sense because he is, um, you know, I know they were they are serious enough about their religion that she had to convert, which is a thing that, you know, I have lots of friends that have mixed faith marriages and stuff. And so if if someone makes you convert, they, you know, either they care about it a lot or maybe they like you had to do it for their maybe they did it for their parents. Well, and like there's also converting versus practicing. So, like, I I don't know that I wouldn't be like. If there was a dream boat and the guy was like, please just do this to be like, fine, I'll, I'll do it. But I'll, I'm not going to. The way I would convert. What is the difference between me being agnostic and Christian and agnostic Jewish or agnostic in Islam? I will convert. Okay. I don't care. I believe. Oh, bring it. Bring it. I'm Catholic, but I believe in, a, in the personal relationship with God enough that like God and I have worked out. Are, God and I are, are square and that is between us and whatever whatever I happen to do on this planet in regard of how performative I am with my belief in God, a God that I, we all share and look at different ways. I don't think the God, I don't think the God of my understanding really gives a flying fuck on what I identify as the Sabbath and what I do on that day. But I also, again, I'm a people pleaser. (laughs) I mean, also, I mean, we're talking about religions that all started in the same place. Like, I don't think they're that, they have some of the same characters, okay? They got some of the same flashcards. <laughs> I don't I don't think it's that I don't think it's it's not that deep for me. I, but yeah. I think um I do think that Kyle is being flirty with Morgan and I think that you know okay, where can I put it? Can I put it anywhere? <laughs> can I put it in this circle here? <laughs> I don't know. I it's you know how I when before Bethany got drunk on her own hype and it's gone just fully off the deep end. I loved what she said about it's never about what it's about when she talks about like fighting on housewives. And- it's not about the postalola. <laughs> <laughs> Which having as having as having been a person who has done her fair share of cocaine in West Hollywood and my like in the days when it was appropriate to do cocaine and drink in West Hollywood at my age, um. <laughs> I like that was definitely you relate you relate to fighting I, about pasta no but I saw that and was like no one's that upset about food and we have no one <laughs> <laughs> and that exact set that 1000% sounds like two coke guys having a really dumb fight over something like see I don't know that I don't I've never done it so I don't know so I appreciate the inside knowledge because sometimes I just would miss things if people weren't like no, 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 that person's high on this. I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know for certain, but I, I just, it really, I think, he, I think James was being truthful. It wasn't about pasta, but. I think I've also spoken before about, it's really weird to have like a best 
best, best friend at 55 that you only met a few months ago? Well, and like something else I kind of found just like really was when, um, when Kyle, when they're, you know, just sort of doing the expository of like, I was like, I stalked you. I like put her video, I put it on my stories. And then Morgan was like, then I saw it. And Kyle was like, I want to get your attention. And Morgan was like, yeah, we got it. It was Kyle Richards. Like, what is the lesbian country singer Thank doing you. that's terrifically excited about that? Like, and not that, not that it is not possible. I love that. Like, I, I love a, a house, an unexpected housewife fan. So if Morgan Wade, like watched Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and was like, holy shit, Kyle Richards beat out to me. I would, I would be over the moon. I just don't, I, I don't, don't know, know a I single, believe. I don't have a single gay female friend who watches housewives. <laughs> it's only the men, to be honest. So she, yeah, no, Morgan would be very unique in that, in that regard. Um, what else happened? Oh yeah. So then we find out like she goes home, she shows Kyle, I mean, she shows Mauricio the tattoo and he's like, love bead. Oh, love bead. Stop calling her that. <laughs> Never called her that before. What is it? I said, even my mom, yeah. like not that my mom's not observant, but she's not like a Bravo podcaster. And she literally yeah. was like, what's all this love bead? He never called her that. And she never called him Mo before. I was like, yes, this is where I get it from. I get it from my mom. Oh my god, do you even Sutton open a detective agency? Right? The Sutton Detective Sutton Detective Agency. Number two ladies detective agency. <laughs> so that was interesting. Um yeah, so Kyle got to actually hand draw a K onto Morgan's arm. I think it's really interesting that you just don't care what's on your body. <laughs> like, I would yeah. go away. No. The artist that I am paying for to I would never let somebody and then oh she's getting it really low down on her pelvis and then Morgan's like it's a penis and she's like ah, don't say that don't stop oh my god I'm shaking oh. yeah see this is where it's like I, I again with like Kyle and Mo, and Mo like talking about like her like her crying at BravoCon about this again like I don't disbelieve that they would have marital troubles at a part of their life when a lot of things are in flux also they are a couple that is in the public eye like that makes sense none of what i am seeing rings true though like it just feels no just, i mean it feels well, very contrived like, i think the discord between else. kyle and mauricio feels true to me I've, they've yes. had some moments that are extremely uncomfortable and what i've noticed is that mauricio seems unprepared for them he seems it seems like yeah. he thinks things are going to go one way and then he's just kind of like oh Oh, you're serious. Oh, like he, like he keeps getting shut down by her. Like when he said, well, I hope I get to see the tattoo. Well, you're looking at it now. He's like, well, I hope I get to see it like a lot. Mm. <laughs> like she literally just shuts him down. I mean, before the whole thing was like, oh, they still have sex. They still have sex. They like sex, you know? Well, yeah. Cause they, they genuinely like, I've never cared that much for Kyle up until relatively recently because she kind of reverted to a little sister sort of vibe whenever anybody, whenever she would get like, whenever she would get in a fight or something, she was kind of like Sutton. She'd get emotional. She'd kind of stomp her feet. And I, when, when adults, like adults, especially like wealthy adults who have more resources than me act like children, it is a, it's a huge pet peeve of mine, which means it's probably something I do all the fucking time. But it like so she used to bother me on that level and now she really i feel like 
kind of since Kathy has moved through, she really has sort of firmed herself up a little bit. But like, even through all of that, even when I didn't like her that much, I like her relationship more. She and Mauricio's relationship always seemed pretty solid because it, it was seemed just, solid. And it was solid. Look, just because someone it's 27 years. So just because someone gets divorced now, it doesn't mean it wasn't solid, you know, 10 years ago. And also I don't want to be that person that says, well, it's marriage. So you need to spend 10 years miserable to get it back on track. You know, you are allowed to call out whenever you want to. It's your life. It's absolutely your life. Um, but what I will say is I do. Yeah. I find her more interesting this season, not necessarily likable, but she's grounded. She's being yeah an openly, openly a bitch, which to me that I think she really is. So <laughs> I kind of like it. I'm just like, stand firm in your word. Like, you know, everything she said to Sutton at the dinner, she normally would have just said on the confessional. I was shocked when she actually said to Sutton, um so what's the problem your your husband's moving to london and you're gonna get more money what's the well and like and she was and i i kind of was on her team again i i I just i love sutton to peaches and i like she's like i don't know i find her we talked about that but yeah like I, I did feel like she was using that as an excuse for her behavior, and it probably it feels like well, she's yes, done that why a does, lot. Why does and... Sun do that? Because I, I just was actually shocked that Sun gave an excuse at all. I mean, I really thought her whole tactic was, I get upset about what I got upset about, and I didn't like the way Erica treated me in the elevator. And um, what's going on with you? It was very strange to me that she offered this at all. I don't know who tells her she has to do these like humanizing things because again they don't work because they're not explanations i mean they're speaking of telling who people telling her to do humanizing things should we talk about the matchmaker and dorit being extremely clear about what Sunny thank you to do? <laughs> thank you let's talk about the matchmaker she's horrendous i mean i i thought it couldn't get worse after last time when she said you know what water would be a fly water would be out of this world if you could give me some water avi oh my god thank you so much i thought i was gonna like jump off a bridge i what did i have written down i have noted wait the matchmaker's been on before yes the matchmaker was on two episodes ago and oh, she, oh i just totally blocked it out well it was horrible you probably blocked out because it made no sense you know sense and they're saying i like this i am a woman who does da, 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 da. like she tells her all about herself and then sudden just says or the matchmaker says, so I like to let men take the lead. <laughs> like, it was like apropos of nothing. Take the lead where? What? So basically what you're saying is no matter who or what sudden is, she will match with someone as long as she just molds her personality to theirs and goes with whatever they want so like why are you interviewing her at all then if, if men take the lead you're just gonna put some dudes in front of her some crusty retirees and be like do whatever they say then why you don't even have to know anything about them why'd you even come over i i feel i, I feel like it's mean to say to like just be like i just didn't like that person because her laugh was terrible and she's not good on tv but i'm like it's the tv show your laugh no. is terrible her laugh is you're terrible not she's not TV. good on tv and you're just way too excited about this. And you're not the, like, you are by far 
the least coolest person in that room. And that room contains Sutton Strack and Dorit Kemsley. So, well, did you hear Avi's shade? Avi had like kept moving up in my esteem. Like everyone kind of, I'm always a little skeptical of the new gay assistants, and Avi is winning me over because he literally said in a warning tone to the other assistant that was setting out drinks, he was like, "She's very bubbly." <laughs> he did. He did. He did. I was like, actually, Avi's amazing. Avi knows. What Avi knows what information is key. Avi knows well, sudden, what sudden in her confessional, she thinks she's figured out why no one wants to date me. Have you heard that cadence that she does sometimes? It's where she's like she, oh. she ch- ends the ends of the words with a breath before she gets to the like before she really finishes wants. the word. Yeah, I I think I I sir I think I like unconsciously imitate it sometimes. I don't know, but it happens only when she's reciting things which i think is interesting like when she's repeating something else so she's like they say that i am like this and then uh it's not the same flow as when she, i don't know it's it's an odd thing but um dorit i think it's comes, maybe way she's trying to be sarcastic or just be like well but oh maybe um so yeah again the zinger if dorit i invited dorit because if dorit fell in love with pk maybe i cannot be so picky I mean that speaks for everything. That speaks for itself. There's no people are coming for Dorit and PK this season. Like I'm not really, I'm not mad at it necessarily. Because oh, here's my note. I said I want to throw myself in a ditch when Alessandra talks, but what I have written down is I would like Alessandra to fall into a ditch. So, (laughs) um, she said we looked under the hood. She was very resistant, and we figured out that she is not like open to pretty much anything so i'm just gonna go ahead as normal <laughs> what do you mean as normal what do you mean like are, are people- oh i'm totally paraphrasing i made up that part and oh, i don't yeah, remember yeah. what she said at the end no but i no, i think I, like I remember that. like her yeah her i remember her like i'm still watching it's an ambient space program youtube um like I remember her saying something to the effect of, of that, of it being loved, like, well, you know, she didn't give us any information. She doesn't want to move anywhere. So I'm just going to proceed as I normally would. It's like, wait, how would you normally, like, know? What are well, you, again, are you just, it literally you just seems to have a stockpile of men. Yes. It seems to have nothing to do with the women. It's just all about, it's just literally all about, um, it's just matching them with men and telling them to do things to make the men like them. It's not about whether the women like, like, or want these men. So Dorit's advice literally makes no sense. Like Dorit, uh, Dorita honestly is kind of like a, Dorit and Alessandra are actually very similar sides of the same coin to me in terms of loud, loud, nothing. Being loud, but saying nothing. Well, Well, actually she, she's not self-aware. She says, actually, she says things. She kind of flies off the handle and she doesn't look inside of herself. And da blah blah da 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 da. And then you have to, and then she's like basically tells her, so if you're not self aware, meaning like you just like rush into things, like you rush into them confidently. But then she tells her, confidence is attractive. Just be yourself. You just said that herself is off putting and, and uh, psychotic. What's going on? What are you talking not about, Dorit? Helping. You're not helping, you're not, you're, not you're, you're contradicting yourself. It, 
I just, Dorit helping anybody, Dorit is in any kind of life coaching position, any kind of like adjacent, I am going to use the success in my life to help you gain success in yours. I'm just absolutely not. And how about the idea that poor Sutton being browbeaten into entertaining the idea that it would be better to be with a PK than to be single? Who's, who said that is, who said that's like a, a goal? Like, yikes. I would love to see Sutton's evolution this season to be, I'm just going to date people that I happen to meet on the street that I enjoy. And then, you know, we'll see what happens. And if not, I'll just keep finding people on my own and then just like enjoy her life because she has a gajillion dollars. Her son is going to be with her full time. She's getting more child support and uh, she's on TV. I mean, the way she pieced together that story was funny. Just so I'm going to be getting more child support. Okay, why it's is that a problem? Lack of self-awareness. Because it's not even a lack of self It's like a lack of chronological order. It's like, tell us the reason. You have you are acting like the person you're talking to is in your brain. And you, and this you is, just don't tell them chunks of things. This is also why Kyle thinks she is making an excuse. Like, this is why Kyle thinks that she's like, Well, no, she is making this. an excuse. Yeah. But yes, if she had said, I, even if she had said, I was, my, I was afraid my child was going to get taken away. But now I have to go in another court proceeding with my husband who, and every time I go into court proceeding with my husband, yeah, it's litigious. It destabilized me emotionally. It takes me back to where I was 30 years ago. It's very, she hasn't been divorced that long. Like only like 12, 10 years, right? Or something. Yeah. 30 years ago would be like when she got married. Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. Even if she'd said all that, I still think Kyle would say that's an excuse because it kind of is. I mean, I, it's so, it's a, you know, it's kind of, you need to say you're sorry for the impact of what your actions and words had on your friend. And then you can say like, listen, I am, I was in a shitty place and I keep doing that. Like this keeps coming out or something. But that's the thing. Like it's bullshit on both sides. Right. Cause Kyle is saying something's different. Bullshit on both sides should have been the title for this episode. Bullshit on both sides. Because Kyle's saying something's different with you. So if you're telling me, oh, something's different, you're acting different, you're acting different, you are leaving actually open a a space to explain, right? How how can it be like, oh, you're acting different, you're acting off, which is the same way you always act because you did this in Tahoe and you did this here and you said that your designer not being able to come from France was like getting robbed, (laughs) And, you know, it was like to reach trauma. Also, I gotta, I gotta say, like, again, as somebody who is genuinely not a person who likes to read very much and like, uh, nobody wants a home break in. And I, that was a horrible thing that happened, but I saw the way she sucked that trauma dry for her storyline last year and the way that she played it up. It was just like, gas, gas, gas. It's just so terrible. And yeah. And like, so I'm sorry. So when Sutton was like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm more, I, my stuff is like, so, getting the picture. Was like, I was yeah, like, I, I wasn't like, again, it was one of those things where like, I hated the way she said it, but I yeah. kind of got what she was doing. Cause last year that was when Kyle was like holding her head and wailing like a, like a paid funeral mourner. I, I, yeah, I'm breaking. And I was just like, you, this is not your thing. Why are you standing by this window, looking out the window, sobbing? And you told the camera to just kind of like, come in slowly on your right into a close-up like this is not for you and so I really saw that as sudden being like I'm not engaging with you and we're not going to do this 
competition to see who can cry the harder for our friends. I'm not doing for a friend you. who's perfectly who who is fine, who has who's insurance, fine. who is th- and okay. I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I, I don't want to diminish that. That was a horrible. No, I don't want to diminish it because like I've it. never. I've been through traumatic things, but I haven't been through that. So I'm sure it'd be really unsettling, like to not feel safe in your home. Um, the ten thousand dollars I can't speak to that. Um, I never <laughs> never walked around with ten thousand dollars of cash. Yeah. So, but yeah. But in terms of them both bullshitting each other, yeah, I you're you're acting different, but don't give me an excuse why. Don't explain it because didn't you just ask her to explain it? So then did, that kind of suggests that you would only be okay if she said, "I am on drugs, I am an alcoholic," right? Yeah, and then but, and then at the same time, this is something that I wrote earlier in the show when I was so frustrated, not frustrated, but like really off put by Kyle and Kyle and Dorit just being like, "She's an alcoholic. Maybe she's an alcoholic. Care back at her like." just being that irresponsible with something that's that serious. And then, then they cut. Wait, sorry. I didn't hear you. Cause I was drinking. Um, not, no. I was drinking Trader Joe's winter wassail punch mixed with seltzer. I so I, I dude, I saw that and I was like, she's going to get, I, um, that looks delicious. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good guys. If you like spices. Um, but what did you but say? Essentially that. Okay. So on the one hand, it's been like the both both sides of bullshit. Like at the beginning of the episode, when I was so frustrated with Kyle and Dorit for implicating in, implying that Sutton's an alcoholic in a deeply irresponsible and fucked up way, then it flips to Sutton, who's like, "I think Kyle might be getting a divorce. Look at all these things. Look at all these things. Look at all the like." And she's acting different. And then you get to this party, and they're both kind of doing the same thing to one another in wholly inappropriate ways. And like Sutton is trying to be like Sutton is trying to push out of Kyle. That something is going on in her marriage, which is not her business. If Kyle doesn't want to fucking talk about it, and Kyle is trying to kind of, is basically kind of baiting Sutton into saying looking like, like a jerk by doing it. Yeah, yeah. Like, and to be fair, like in Kyle's position, I think Kyle's out of bandwidth for this kind of thing with Sutton, and I do think Kyle has tried to manage Sutton's behavior, which has been has been a little bit more volatile or at least it has been shown that way so like i have a little bit more sympathy for kyle and that thing but it's like you both are doing the same thing you're both making and that's what crystal said and that's what crystal said so let's let's get into it so the party justin enters with the morally corrupt faye resnick morally corrupt faye resnick oh i hate this woman I, i hated her so much because she took advantage of nicole brown simpson uh, so yeah, basically, um, the, uh, the, ironically, I also don't care for Camille Grammer, but uh, Camille Grammer was the one who coined the phrase, the morally corrupt Faye Resnick back in season one, I want to say. And mm-hmm. Kyle, as in my opinion, has questionable taste in some friends and Faye is one of them because Faye Resnick is a person whose entire notoriety, notoriety and fame started with being friends in that kind of circle with Nicole Brown Simpson. And she was friends with her for 18 months before she died. And then Faye Resnick posed in Playboy and wrote two fucking books about it because Faye Resnick knows how to profiteer off of a horrible, horrible, horrible situation. Not like Kato Kalin didn't do the same thing. Not like every single other person with that farce of a trial didn't also do something similar. But I, I just, I really, for some reason, Faye Resnick really just sticks in my craw all the more. And part of that reason is, too, is that she continued to be morally fucking upright at this table when she would sit there like, well, that's not really right of Sutton to call out, like, oh, Kyle's stuff, like, at dinner, which, to be fair, it's not. But shut the fuck up forever, Faye Resnick. Shut the fuck up forever. Well, that 
That was impassioned. I appreciate it. I didn't have an opinion on her because at when I watched the show, I was from the beginning, I had really lapsed on my like, you know, the nineties culture that I was like six years old for or five years old for four, maybe. Like I I just kind of it's like these things in the back of my consciousness. I'm like, I know this person. I don't really remember their significance exactly. And then, I mean, this show really is great for that. Those old Hollywood entanglements, connections. Those old Beverly Hills, like, relationships. Yeah, yeah, I read the wiki that you sent me, the Wikipedia, and Faye Resnick officiated Kris Jenner's wedding. Which is, just imagine having a Playboy model officiate your wedding. Not saying that Playboy models can't read. I just don't know what, those just aren't the, that's not the resume I would expect. That's not the credentials I would expect. Well, and like, I'm not somebody who places a tremendous amount of judgment on like new money versus old money, but I do think that there is. Oh, I do. Having neither, I do. (laughs) Fair. Uh, Like, I I hope to one day be new money. I hope to wear it with a little bit more subtlety, but I've also, I've not seen one single entire episode of the Kardashians because the value system of that family, especially a mother who would, who would pimp out her children in the way she nakedly does and did is just something that I can't, I don't want to be associated with. And so there is a level of materialism and superficiality, or just frankly, a value system about using yourself to make money in certain ways that I find broadly very, very opposite of my value system. So I'm sure if I met Faye Resnick in person and she was a lovely person, this would be different. I'm sure if I met Chris Jenner in person and she was very nice to me, it would be different. But I find that what these people represent is the reason I get impassioned about it is that I just, I, I don't like, I don't like young women looking at that. Mm. I don't, I mean, not looking at, I don't, I don't like that being such a popular and pervasive value system in our culture. I don't think it's ever, I don't think it's going anywhere. And no, it's getting, it's like it doesn't control. matter what I think of it. Yeah. But. And it's one thing if it's just yourself, if you're pimping yourself like Erica Jane, who has just yeah. a son that's never on the show, but it's another thing, like you said. For the Kardashians, you know, for the mom to really be telling, like, this daughters what surgery they should get and stuff. Um, it, it's it's just a lot. But let's get back to the party. So, Justin and Faye enter. Justin is a black gay man. Um, I guess now he's a really close friend, too. You're just collecting, like, 30-somethings for your household. Morgan, Justin, and Anne Marie. Anne Marie, yeah. I mean, she might be in her forties, but still, like, I think is it Anne Marie or Anna Marie? Anne Marie, I believe. Anne Marie, but I kind of wanted to call her A Marie in homage to um, early two thousands R and B two hit wonder, but like two of the most impactful hits ever. Like, I kind of just want to call her A Marie for now, but I don't think she deserves it because apparently she's. Uh, transphobic and her husband has just been sued for sexual assault. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, well, that's bad luck. I know because honest. Oh my gosh, I was so callous. I was gonna say like I know because the show, but I mean, it, I kind of don't want to get invested because I kind of feel like she won't be on it next season. But anyway, good on them for trying to cheated, bring eh? another black woman on the show. You tried. Is her husband Sean Combs? <laughs> her husband is not Sean Combs. Her husband is. Marcellus Wiley, who was, I think, an NBA player. Oh, he did. Yeah. No, I think he was a. I think he was a football player, and I think he was oh. also just recently on an episode of Frasier. I said NBA with my whole chest while thinking football in my head. So, NFL <laughs> player. Um, yeah, actually, um, they met the 
what is Kyle's last what is Mauricio's last name? Why do I always do this? Umanskis. Umanskis. They met the Umanskis at an agency party and they found out that they live and Marie and Marcellus live on their street. So they're rich, rich, rich. Um but he says he's scared of I mean it's it's there's rich there's rich and then there's they're selling houses rich and then there's Sutton's Sutton's husband rich. Exactly. There's Darth Vader rich. Um there's like you own the universe rich. But uh Justin enters and he goes to the bar and says, Oh, I get scared when the white ladies have Chardonnay. Justin, you love it. That's why you're here. That's what you Forever. live for. So Anne Marie comes in. Very everything's very forward in the teeth. It's very like this. Hi, you guys. I feel like I know you. I'm a hugger. I'm an Aries. This is a lot. A lot. Um, her birthday is April 17th, so she's an Aries. My dad's birthday is April 18th. I realize I've never discussed with him. My dad also passed, but I never knew. We never talked about Zodiac signs, but I mean. I don't think I talked about them with my dad either. I, I never was like, oh my God, my dad's an Aries. I think I just think we weren't doing that back then that much. But mm-hmm. he has nothing in common with Anne-Marie. So um, anyway, Kyle said she's got chills because it's her mom's birthday. It's the same birthday as Kyle's mom, April 17th. Mm-hmm. And then she obviously, it's just so funny. I mean, Anne-Marie is stacked. Her biceps are giving like Serena Williams level, just that kind of, it's a it, women. It's hard for women to develop their biceps. So, just a lucky some women with a lucky combination of genetics and working out like can get that like ripped look. And she just she she has it. She has it. She has it. And uh, Kyle, I thought she was stunning. Like she really. I didn't. I felt bad because I didn't get love her dress because it felt like it just needed a little. It needed. It was so much black, and I wanted it. To, I remember looking at it, being like, "Oh, I want it to have some kind of like." Pop, like, yeah, like it was boring. Like that, and then poor Sutton, or not poor Sutton. Sutton just comes in and be like, "They're still making that." I know dress. that was like such an ignorant thing. This, although maybe it's not ignorant. I don't know how Girl. couture. I guess like once the season is passed, you can't get it anywhere. Maybe she got it on real for oh, real. Calm down, bitch. Maybe she just likes to wear maybe it. Maybe she. Like, maybe I know, she right? Bought it a couple of years ago. Maybe Jesus sometimes Sutton. people buy things that are eight thousand dollars and don't throw them away after one wear. Yeah. <laughs> But not in Sutton's world. So, and also Sutton, you're wearing like mirrors glued to your outfit. And because it's Gucci, that makes it attractive. It's like so rarely attractive, the things that you wear. I got to say, and this is like, I would just like, God strike me down. Dorit wears her incredibly gaudy, awful fashion better than Sutton wears what I can say. Yeah, because it fits. fits. And Sutton knows couture. and that's Yeah. Yeah. And it's exactly. And I... What, what Kyle kind of like pokes a reference at later, I remember it was this episode that I got a glimpse of Sutton's legs and I was like, Jesus, she really, really is incredibly skinny. And I don't, I, I didn't think, like I never thought she eating, had an eating disorder, like, to be honest, because I kind of just thought no. you wouldn't want your legs to look like that. So I assumed it was natural. <laughs> I have, that's body dys, body dysmorphia. That's true. I just I don't know. But, I mean, I she, I don't want to. She has the whole like frail it. southern lady thing happening. I'm so delicate. So I kind of just thought like, but then I, again I was like, you're a ballerina. Like, all of her, but yeah, and like I believe she could. Like there are plenty of people who are just built like that, and especially if that's your. You I mean, know, I wouldn't say pl- I wouldn't say plenty. Raised, like, I, there, it's, or, it's, there's there are it's enough it's people. stark the the. Uh, the the, the yeah. proportion the proportions are stark. but like 
the fact that like yeah I th- what you said about them fitting like it seems like Sutton she wears the clothes for the clothes maybe and not necessarily yeah and then she wears them for, like they're for something that's meant to flatter yeah she wears yeah. them like they're museum art pieces I would say yeah but she doesn't yeah which tailor it's, it's, a... it's like she hasn't tailored them to fit her body or something yeah and I kind of wish she would because I like I I like how passionate she is about fashion I think it's genuine whereas to read is like just has never met a label she didn't like in her life and so I prefer Sutton's uh kind of creative point of view on it I suppose um I'm trying to think whose closet I I could do more with I think I'm gonna have to say Dorit just because you know I wouldn't wear all the labels together at the same time but I just am not in like kooky aunt mode completely yet I'm I'm dabbling yeah I'm dabbling but I'm not you know I wear a I don't hate that Chanel collar it's weird Oh, I didn't like, hate I, it either, like, like, but I, I don't like wearing like, names of things because then it's like... Me either. You can pay me to advertise. Right? Pay me. Okay, so let's see. Crystal says that um, this bitch is nosy. So Crystal doesn't like Anne-Marie right off the top, which I love because I think she later they get into it. Huh? I, I like... I was like, she's not... She's been clear Yeah, about very it clear about it. Um, Cynthia shows up. Cynthia's making the rounds, honey, okay? She's at Teresa's wedding now she's here where where state do you live in cynthia i don't even know where you I live like a universe blend that's one of the reasons i was not sure about the below deck element on winter house because i'm like i don't know that i want this feels like very challenge real world and then i was like nope i'm a trash panda i fucking yeah. love it bring asia on every single single house okay so who would you situation. hook up with on winter house I don't think anybody. That wasn't an answer. It was like, like I, if you had to pick, that was the point. Is if you had to pick. Okay, if we're talking like, if okay, if it's just, if it's just purely like physical and sexual, and who's available, probably Corey, just because I he, in a gross masculine way, I'm like, okay, you're attractive in the sense that you are like. Actually, I don't even. There's just I don't know. Kyle's taken. I don't like the Indian guy. Not that I mean he's he's just not. I'm not into it. Um, he's too, he's not confident enough. Yeah, he's very corny. And then Alex is just an idiot. Um, and not cute enough. Alex is so hot. Are you kidding? I don't like his hair. (laughs) What? Okay, so we just have totally different tastes. Like, that's a thousand percent looking like Jesus is the way to get into my pants. A thousand percent. Okay, if like you hadn't like gotten drunk and like tried to hook up with two girls in one night, I don't know. And I... (laughs) I he didn't I didn't hate it. I don't hate the focus. I'm like, you know you're only there for a set amount of time. Just plant the seeds, sprinkle the seeds around, just put them in your hand and blow, see where they land. I don't like that. I do like the tradition of Winterhouse to bring on like one blonde chick that's not on either show who's just a total asshole. I don't hate I, her. Like, and I actually hope she gets together with Bobby. Is not his name, the Indian guy. I hope something works out for her and she gets to be, like, redeemed. I like I I'm like sorry, when she like, said, like, I'm so sorry. Sometimes I act like a boarding school asshole and I don't like when that part of me comes out. I was like, that's very real. She's fair, like, I learned fair. to tear okay. women well, like, down I, to bond with other women and I, I'm working on it. <laughs> let's, I, I, I kind of can't wait till What's-Her-Face, like, Corey's, like, girlfriend um, comes on and meets me. Oh, is she coming? <laughs> like... 
She is. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. If, I haven't seen. This she was week, so, so absurd. Week, but she is like she was she, just a like, she was just a ridiculous person. It, but but like fun to watch. I think because just like overconfident and nonsensical. Instead of I think in, yes, I she she seemed rather harmless. Like she didn't seem mean. Um, I. I honestly, like, I don't know that I would be interested in hooking up with anybody at Winterhouse. Like, honestly, it would probably be Kyle, just because I know him well enough to be, like, kind of attracted to him. And he's just kind of fun at this point and toothless. But uh, I would honestly want to get up there and, like, corner Malia and be like, why are you a fucking liar? You've got somebody fired. Yes, the Malia. You were the one that was telling me about the Malia drama, right? Why shouldn't, like, Malia... I think it was you. I mean, because I didn't. She has. I'm. Yeah. I hadn't watched it, and you were the one that gave me like the full, the full tea on Malia. Um, okay, so yeah. let's get into this dinner. So I'm gonna note that it's one thirty-one, and we're gonna get into the dinner. All right. So everyone's here. Jason is that his name? Justin. Yeah. Camille and Denise have arrived. And ju- yeah, and then Justin makes a reference to Alison Dubois and recites the line. I think oh, that, yeah. and, and to Kyle, which was crazy. Like it was like this. And Kyle was in it. Into yeah, it. fourth wall moment of quoting an iconic, you know, like basically like talking about their own memes to each other. Because um, Kyle says, all I need is an e cigarette. And then Justin says, just know that he will never emotionally fulfill you. Oh, what happened? Sorry, I have to. One second. You don't have to cut this. I just really, anytime Allison Dubois comes up and I have a vape handy, (laughs) I just, I have to do it. Like, we'll never emotionally fulfill you. Know that. Oh my gosh, she has gotten her vape and is doing Allison Dubois pulls on this, on it. And now I'm making you laugh and you're coughing. I think you inhaled more THC than these women did with their fucking one milligrams. Also, I don't, edibles take a long time. So I'm just not somebody who believes in the whole, I I just have a hard time buying that you can time a meal with me. You can time a meal with how you think I'm going to feel on wheat. Like it just feels like well, everything's going to be a 45 everyone, minute delay. Everyone metabolizes things differently, like on different days. Yeah, unless they're doing something liquid. Depending on how you, what yeah. you ate that day. Like, it, you know, I've had this one edible, not felt anything. <laughs> I've had the same edible on a different day. I was at the movies. And then I left and I tried to get up and I was like, uh, guys, I don't think my feet are touching the ground. Just tell me they're on the ground. <laughs> Just tell me I don't, I'm not on the ground. So yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's very um, variable, but all right. So Denise and Camille are there. Um, Denise Richards earns my like eternal uh, I met somebody who knows her in person and they were just like, oh, she's so grounded. And I was like, honestly, like that was why, like, I remember watching her season of VH and be like, you're not long for this world. I don't oh no, we love much. her. And when she was, when she came on and she was like, I meant like, yeah, I was like, you're, you're too good for mm-hmm. this. When she came on, she was like, or we could just get in and out. I was like, 
We could hang out. She's fun. You're my she's, jam. She's fun and consistent. Um, your, so your priorities are correct. Right before the dinner starts, like literally, they're about to all sit down at this dinner with seat assignments, and they're all dressed up in their after five cocktail attire. Some um, kind of evening gown attire, to be honest. And then Sutton pulls Kyle away at the beginning of the dinner, which that's like a Napoleonic, (coughs) that is a war general move right there. It's like some Alexander the Great. Why are you ruining everyone's night? I mean, but what a a power move. Hey, I'm going to take you away from starting your own event at your own house to confront you about bullshit. Bullshit. But that's why I think Sutton... Well, that's why I think Sutton is, like, learning. Like, some people are saying that this is a sign that she's actually learning how to, like, fight back this season. I think that she's somebody who has not... I I mean, I don't think anybody is prepared or trained outside of maybe Lisa Rinna, who's been on a soap opera, to know how to be on a Real Housewives show. I don't think that, like, you... I don't think really anything in your life necessarily prepares you for the unique blend of elements that are at work here. And so, but also, I don't know that Sutton ever was a particularly confrontational person, ever had to be a particularly confrontational person, and was probably, like, it sounds like, given her history with her husband, was not rewarded when she was a confrontational person. Mm-hmm. Sounds like, like, uh, and that, I'm speculating on that, but I feel like that's somewhat safe to say. And so, as somebody who is not good at confrontation, being on a very confrontational show, it doesn't surprise me that she's rather graceless about it, mm. and is is probably trying to be like okay well like here's my well i don't know how much she cares about it as a job because i feel like she's got a lot of money and doesn't necessarily need it for any particular reason like she's not jenna lyons she doesn't need she doesn't have a brand necessarily that she needs that she i i I think that she could do whatever she wanted without the assistance of beverly hills i think she's wealthy and connected and in in those ways but i so like I think she's trying to get better at it, but I also, I'm just like, well, no, girl, like, you did this in kind of the worst possible way that did, that didn't really set you up with a lot of power. It made you kind of an asshole at the start because you're, you're taking the host away from dinner. Well, that is kind of the tension here. It's that she starts these aggressive power moves now. And I don't mean aggressive in the Karen-y way that Kyle keeps saying aggressive to try to like police Sutton's like defending herself. It's inappropriate to call someone else aggressive when you're like, I think something's really wrong with you. And then they say, what's going on with you? And you're like, oh my God, aggressive. Like relax, relax. But I don't think Sutton has fully figured out how to carry these things to the end. Like the more apt thing to do at dinner would be like, well, I'm just saying, you're acting really different. You said I'm acting different. You've accused me of being on drugs and being an alcoholic. I'm. I think that's rude, and I think you're acting different. So if, if it could be said about you, it could be said about me. Boom. But the focus on you have to tell me what goes on in your marriage is weird. But it kind. But it, I know it's weird, but it still does speak to the whole open and honest. We're open and honest. A real, but you know, you've even actually even in the confessional, Sutton started going on that tangent. You know, a real friend would tell me what's going on. A real friend would no. not gaslight you and tell you that you're an alcoholic. Tell everyone you're an alcoholic. What are you talking about? Well, and a real friend would not act as though they are entitled to knowledge and information that 
the that the other friend, the possession of the, the possessor of that knowledge, is clearly not in a place to share. And I don't know that Kyle has done anything to Sutton that is like could be a re- kind of what Kyle is saying to Sutton. It's like, okay, something's going on with you because you're acting like an asshole and you're acting crazy. I don't know at least in terms of her, in terms of like Sutton feeling um, legitimately feeling like she is owed information. I don't know that, correct me if I'm wrong, but has Kyle done anything particularly untoward and shitty to Sutton or reacted or created a situation where Sutton has a right to be like, that was fucked up. Well, yeah, I do think so. I think so. I mean, she's mad at her for the way she acted after Vegas when she came oh, out and was like, oh, your brand. No, be- even before that, when when she stomped out a magic mic, uh, Kyle came out and was definitely like poking her, which is, again, I don't fully want to police the way you have to act when Sutton's acting crazy, because that's the kind of thing I'm saying. It's like, now I'm being judged for not coddling you when you're acting like an asshole, you know, like just because... I know that this is going to get a rise out of you. It doesn't mean it should kind of, you know, so it's like, it's kind of like, I I should have the right to be here and be like, okay, you're upset about your brand right now, girl, because you're making an ass of yourself and nobody in the ABT cares. I said in my other podcast episode, like, first of all, the whole ABT thing is hilarious because no one fucks more than dancers. So you, the whole like abt also, the fact that abt the fact that abt is being mentioned on the real housewives of beverly hills is something i'm guessing a lot of abt board members are not delighted about and i'm right. guessing that sutton would do the best thing she the best thing she could fucking do for the abt is not to mention them right on bravo right right i mean i don't personally care and i think the abt probably has a lot of people with giant sticks yeah but notes, also but like aren't we in the a... logic at work here but who knows in this day and age having a reality star is uh, being a reality star is becoming less and less like trashy. It's like, we kind of just want fame no matter where it comes from. And so it's like, she's famous or we value the, the attention. Yeah. She's famous and she's wealthy. We need it. And now people are trying to interrogate what ABT stands for. <laughs> like the American ballet foundation. It's like, that's, it's a T it's a T. I know everybody. I've listened to so many podcasts that were like American Ballet, like American Ballet. Theater, I know. I was American like, it's one of those moments where, as you know, a theater kid, I'm like, oh, I didn't know people didn't know this. Like, there's just things that are like basic facts of my life that, or a theater kid, or like I lived in New York, whatever. I was like, or was fully in the music man. Like, <laughs> well, I just didn't know that people didn't know what ABT was. I'm like, it's a big deal. No, I, I. I'm I'm a dork who is not professional. Like nobody's paid me to be in theater, but then I knew it. So I, you're right. Yeah, like theater people or know it, so they're just all like, "Hey, that maybe yeah. the American Ballet." I was like, "Okay, yeah. Andy Cohen, relax. You, you, no one's ever. You've never seen ABT perform. You live in New York City and you're rich. Anyway, <laughs> so again, like yeah, the fight is not fully gelling, but I, this unfortunate excuse is brought up about her husband you know, and her kid, which we've already talked about. And then Kyle kind of doesn't hold back and is like, this is bullshit. It's an excuse. Then they go back to dinner because Crystal comes in and says, come out. Everyone's waiting for you. And you guys are both being shitty to each other. Yeah. And we're hungry for weed. Nom, nom, nom. That was like, you gave us weed appetizers. Everyone's ready to go. We have the munchies. Around the table, everyone's orders are so annoying. I'll take one milligram of CBD. You guys are all on drugs. Just have the weed like like i know that was like okay first of all friends listening this is you are we are coming at you from los angeles it's been legal here for a minute and it was also didn't matter 
for another. But it minute. wasn't, yeah. So, yeah, like five. If you're, if it's your brand new first time on edibles, I would feel safe giving you a ten milligram. I would maybe not have you do it on an empty stomach, but that's like a pretty normal dose to just be like, and like five people gravitate. I would say if you are just being extremely chill, five is the lower version of that. 10 is the higher version. And you're re-asking for one? That's it. Get out of my face. How do they even measure that? You like cocaine. That's been obvious. There was a a video that she and PK like accidentally posted to their Instagram stories a couple of years ago where they were both just like plastered out of their minds. Oh, really? I'm sorry. I shouldn't say cocaine. I shouldn't say cocaine. I think that like, think that was the watch what crap wins like they were like it's clearly that and i there's nothing wrong with cocaine i mean it's not legal but if you want to do it it's been part of people's cultural traditions in peru for centuries the amount of the amount of the amount of of social drug use that i have seen in all corners of los angeles and all corners of this industry it just exists People are functional or they might not be, but it's around. And so for all of these women, especially in wealthy circles, it's just, it it doesn't mean that everybody is participating in it, but it's around enough that for these women to be like, I'll take one milligram of weed is hysterical. Well, do you remember when they went to Amsterdam and acted like they didn't know, they were shocked that like there was weed at the cafe in Amsterdam and Kyle was acting all goofy about it. That's the kind of thing that annoys me with her. So I kind of like when she did say to Morgan, you know, I'm someone that always wants to be perfect and care about how everything looks. And, like, you're just yourself. Yeah, I liked that, you just too. come to me, you know, with your strap on, and you're just yourself. I love it. Um, so This feels very much. Have you um, have you watched Kissing Jessica Stein? Years ago, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, it was definitely just... <laughs> I feel like if she and Morgan do something, it's going to be for, like five months and then there's going to be a conversation like there's a, like there is at the end of Jessica Stein where it's like honey we're friends we're roommates we don't like we just we don't that 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 is a trajectory of the story that I that makes sense to me but let's get so to the end of this dinner what happened was finally son is like so I want to know what's going on with you and then Anne Marie for the assist comes in and says does everybody know what's going on or are you only one in the dark? Can I just say something? I'm meeting everyone for the first time, but when you're really friends, you can say something to each other and you guys aren't saying anything to each other. Just be blunt and say what you're saying and get past it. And neither of you, cause neither of you are saying anything. I, I was, I really appreciated that clarification. Cause I was like, I did. Hey, this is, I'm getting bored. I did. I also, I just liked her being like, I understand mess and I want the details. Give us the detailed tea. I want to read the tea leaves of this situation. It gave me like a more, uh, a more elegant and a less infuriating Monica from Salt Lake City. Yes. Energy. Yes. The young energy, like girl, <laughs> tell us what's going on, girl. So I don't have time for this. Be direct. Yeah. So then she says, I want to know what's going on with you. And then Sutton's like, is there something going on in your personal life that you'd like to share? And Marie said, with what the? With what? And Garcelle says, her marriage. I know Garcelle kind of came in out of nowhere being like, all right. Garcelle said, I'm tired. I'm tired because... I don't watch, want to watch my friend keep doing something that needs defending later. And also I want to eat. And we're obviously talking about your marriage, not playing games. 
And also, it seems like people have definitely been drinking. Yeah, like, but it's also like, it, how which is what fucking I would do rude. Like, Faye Resnick is correct. Like, how fucking rude is this to do in your own home? The home that was paid for with the man you're speculating about. That's so rude. It's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous situation. And then, Garcelle, what's with the new wedding band? <laughs> which, like, I also, I'm like, I. People change their wedding bands. Plenty of people have not diamond wedding bands. Well, yeah, she's maybe not she, giving you a bat signal. Maybe she was walking through Kmart with Dorit, and there was ten thousand dollars <laughs> out, and she just it got stolen, and she fanning herself. With yeah, it. and she's just like, I should put my ring away. I won't like walk through, you know, I won't rock through Ross dress for less with with I won't walk through Dress Barn with my ring anymore. <laughs> um, that makes sense. But then um, Kyle's like, that's what you wanted to know? My my big diamond's in the bank. And Garcelle said, I thought it was a makeup gift. You know, for when your husband messes up, I have a diamond cross. <laughs> I, which when I thought about that, I was like, oh, I'm glad she stuck around to get some part Right? Right? And, and, mm-hmm. and then they all like, the most sad thing is how relatable this is. Like, five of them are like, oh, yeah. And Camille's like, I got a car. I got a car for, like, every time. I got an Aston Martin. Insane. Insane. I got an Aston Martin, like, crazy. And then Kyle's like, can you believe this? Like, Garcelle, where'd you get your, this necklace? Zara. <laughs> that, that, that was so real. I loved it. Oh, my God. Just the assumption would. everyone is as rich as you at all times. That's hilarious. And I was, I was like, and it looks fucking great. Why do you? Just to remind everyone that I am the model and the working right? actress. And the one who makes the least money here, which is sad. That that's that's a life in the arts. So why now why do you think Kyle went on with it when it could have been dropped because everyone was like appeased? And then she says, So what you're saying is my husband cheated on me? What do you why why do you think Because I think it's bullshit. Like you think she because wants I feel to the talk same- about it. I think there. I think that she is Corey. I think this is contrived. Do I? Th- do I think that? Am I going to go so far as to say the entire thing is contrived? No, I don't think that she and Mauricio and their entire family and all these camera people and all these producers are that good of liars. I just don't think you can keep a secret that big among this among this thing. And I don't think they do it to their kids. So I, I, I'm not. I would. I believe that something happened. I believe that something. I believe that there's something going on. I don't a know that it's that serious. I think it could have been going on and maybe got resolved and they saw Scandival and was like, all right, let's see if we can't like take this out for a walk, but not be dicks about it and try to be a little subtle. But I just, it does not seem sincere. I think if she, I think if this was actually, or unless, unless Kyle really has grown that much and is like, all right, you want to fuck with my life? I'll play around in this pool. I don't have any fucks to give. I don't have anything. If it's that situation, but she's never struck me as that person. I don't know, like, maybe that's what, maybe she's just being incredibly cool about this and handling it, but it always, it also seems extremely irresponsible of her and her family that she says she wants to protect to keep talking about it and to keep giving fuel to this fire when she's not drinking, when she's sober. So it's not like she can sit there and be like, okay, yeah, like, I just, I engaged when I shouldn't have. So yeah, I just, I I was exercising so much and the endorphins, the endorphins made me high. I didn't know what was going on. 
And I, I, I should say, like, just to put a pin in this, I think it's really fucking cool the fact that she has gotten sober and has made it very clear that she's like, I just don't want to do it anymore. I don't think that we have enough stories like that. I think if you don't drink that it's, if you don't drink it's, it can be, it's, I think it's still more of a stigma than if you do. You like noticeably do not have a drink at a drinking outing that I feel like it's really easy to make an assumption about that person. Look, clearly there's some kind of problem. And so like the more people I think come out at are just like, I don't want to do this because I don't want to do it. It's good. So thank you, Kyle. Uh, but back to why the fuck you're, all this is fake. Well, I don't know. It's so confusing because, I mean, we can look at the factual things. The factual things are they did separate, right? Is it a divorce? Page six is committed to that. I don't even read it. Is it a, is it a divorce or they're separate, separated? There's no been no mention of divorce. Everything that they have, God, I hate that I know this much. Um, Everything that they've publicly said has been separation or it's been separated i think something happened i think they might actually be splitting i don't think it's for any of the reasons that we're seeing and i think the morgan wade thing is a total i think it's you think this morgan wade thing is just like a straw man like a distraction yeah i read hair red hair yeah i think that's i straw man maybe i don't know i forget what um and i'm not even gonna try to explain because i just threw it out there it sounds um, right. It sounds like I, it I just, it's, it's all a lot. I mean, if this is what it takes to create, to self-produce interesting television for us, I guess, go ahead. Thank you. I guess, I guess, thank you. But it's, it's just quite, I mean, her tears seem sincere when she cried on, well, maybe she wasn't crying yet, but on Watch What Happens Live, she was very angry at the idea that any of this was manufactured on behalf of her children. So I don't know. I come down on like the, it's not what it's, it's never about what it's about. It might be, it might be them being like Tom and Ariana who never let their actual like real relationship problems out on the show. They, they were very controlled about that aspect of their Mm -hmm. image. And I think she and Mauricio have had a pretty, they've done a really good job of creating a couple and creating a functional couple. So I wonder if, It wouldn't surprise me if he had cheated or if somebody had done something that was just like, ah, that's really me at my worst. And they figured out a way to work together to make the impact less. Oh, yeah. I mean, cheating is like people often don't break up just because of cheating. Like it's cheating. You can work through it's It's the other stuff. It's the I just don't think you notice my tattoos because you don't make me feel sexy anymore. Yeah. Like so it's we want. Yeah, we want different things. The disconnection. Um, I don't know. And I also struggle with the idea that him working a lot at the agency is the issue. And also when you grow, when you get bigger like that, you can work less. Okay. Like I don't, I know that there's a lot of work to do, but I also know what kind of delegation super really rich people do and the head of corporations. That said, he enjoys it. I think I believe her when she's like, I kind of want to stay in and she's been, she has been some kind of famous or adjacent to fame for a lot of her life. And I could see him really leading into not only my famous, I am successful, which, which means, Oh, I can believe all this mm-hmm. hype. And I can see him kind of being at the top of that. being like, I don't, I'm not ready to stop mm. this. And her be like, I'm, my ambition has been fulfilled oh. or at least like, I'm not, my ambition is taking me in a different way than, than yours. Yeah. Like maybe they had a plan that, you know, when their last kid went off to college or something, they'd slow down 
with or they you know kind of go into a retirement phase yeah or just not be as Marisa like I having lived here like the agency truly like it's it is everywhere like everywhere they are, it is an is a hugely aggressive growth and I mean I I shouldn't speak like I don't I don't really know how real estate markets work but I don't see a tremendous amount of new names in the like million open houses that are in my neighborhood every weekend and the agency like in the last like since it was birth has only I've only increased it's it's it seems to have only increased in size and in influence so I mean they're opening up in countries that I just would think are so <laughs> not niche like obviously every country's yeah. niche and, like you need someone from that country to also, like, know, understand I, real, it but real, I must I real estate law seems I, I'm just surprised that like it's easy to be that fluid me too I was too it's just, like, it seems do, like a big expensive work? thing to just have oh we're gonna go like actually saturate and understand the market in Sweden like it just seems like but I guess that's why he's always having parties making connections and he's probably they're probably doing some sort of like co-broking this is way too niche i have worked in a real real estate firms and i also got my license a long time ago but never used it um Mm -hmm. but yeah i do think he probably just has friends that he's doing like mergers with around the world All, all we know is they definitely had a mutual like a mutual respect um a mutual an amicable relationship up until this point we know we know they didn't hate each other we all you always can tell the people that come on and it's just stunning like oh you're gonna get divorced immediately this level of resentment is untenable for you to have with your pharmacist that you see once a month dude that orange county the orange that's county what i was thinking of dr like, k dr jen D- ryan yeah dr jen and ryan it's just like exactly that's my point so we know when we know when people like objectively hate each other and all we know when they don't is that they just kind of, you know, you have, you sense that they're goodwill, you sense their team and they're working together to some greater good, whether it's to build a family forever, whether it's to be on the show for a certain amount of time, we don't know, but we know they, we know, yeah, we know they were functional and they were partners and they seemed, they seemed good together and they seemed happy together. So I would be surprised if I found out it's like super crazily contentious. Like, I guess what I'm saying is I don't think it was, oh, this was never functional the way a, like a Jen and a Ryan is. And they meet at a buffet while she's with her other boyfriend. And I saw him shirtless at a buffet and I knew that was my man. <laughs> Jen's whole entire, like, I'm like, how did you get on the show? Because you just seem so weird and opaque and not And like... you also did your injections such that you can't really move, your, open your mouth to talk. And it looks like you're falling Dude. asleep when you're talking. So it just doesn't seem yeah. like you're interested in anything that you're saying either. Well, let's close this out. Um, so we've had a great conversation. I, lo- I actually learned more about LA and I appreciate that. Um, so tell me... I'd love to help. Tell me anything you want to share with our guests. Is there a place they can find you? Is there anything you want to promote? Um, I am I am in a building phase right now, so there will be things to promote hopefully in the next couple of months. But at the moment, uh, you can find me at ALX August on all platforms. Um, and that is also my website if you would like to check out all the fun audio stuff I've made. Oh, I love that it's your website too. That's so easy. Not like me, sends people into confusion, but I will get it sorted eventually. 
Yeah, I appreciate you and thank you so much. So we're just going to have to say ta-ta for now, but I'm sure you will be back on sooner than later. I hope so. This is fun. I need to talk about this with people or else I just think about Bravo too Right? Much. I know. We need this outlet. All right. Bye-bye, guys. Bye.